0: Folks, this is an emergency. James is missing. Now, she is an outdoor pet. She does as she pleases, and Martha and I are both fine with that. We agree she doesn't need a curfew. We trust she is mature and responsible and can make good choices, In the past, sometimes she has stayed out for the night, but she has a secret back entrance into the station so she can come back home when she's done. She's always, without fail, here to greet both Martha and I when we come in. Except, well, today. She wasn't here. We've searched the entire station, but there's no sign of her. Her dinner from last night is still in her dish. I tried going out and calling her, I played her favorite David Bowie songs, nothing. Please, please keep your eyes and ears peeled for her. We just want her to come home. Jordan, Tanner, and Clark. Dr. Olson, we'll be out and about around town this evening searching. If you had some free time, we'd appreciate all the eyes you can spare to give to the search. Well, (laughs) obviously they're your eyes, and they would stay in your head, and you would retain complete autonomy over them. And we'd consider making calls to the authorities if someone presented multiple disembodied eyeballs, but yeah... If you can join the search, we would greatly appreciate it. And you know the station number by now, hopefully, so if you spot James, please call us. We cannot recommend approaching her as she's quite wary around strangers and is technically a wild animal at heart. James, if you're listening, please come home soon. with that, let's start today's show. Oh, well, actually, before we do that, and sorry for back-to-back heavy-topic housekeeping, but I don't know how to say this without sounding paranoid, even though it's not actually the craziest thought considering everything, but I think someone might be watching the station. Well, it's not just me. All of us here are pretty sure someone, or something, is watching us. Who, or why, or to what end, we're not sure. Now, this isn't just sort of an unfounded concern based on feeling and feeling alone. There have been signs. Footprints in the earth around the building, I wouldn't have known were footprints, but Martha and Tanner both apparently have some tracking experience and are certain that's what they are. There's been shadows outside the windows, moving when there shouldn't be anyone or anything there. There's been a car. The same car parked at the end of the street. It's there when we arrive, it's there when we leave. It moves a little, but never goes away. Every night for the past two weeks, it's been there. There are no other houses on this block, all other businesses are closed by the time we get out of here after a show, and the car doesn't have a license plate, which is illegal in case you didn't know. (sighs) Those are the main things. We're collectively keeping tabs of suspicious moments and signs on the whiteboard in the break room, but in a meeting, we all agreed as a group it was probably a good idea to shed a little light on this, publicly, just in case. Anyways... Now we can get on with today's show. First, weather. Weatherman Todd told me during our mid-afternoon meeting over lunch today that tonight's weather is wholly unpredictable. The rest of the week should be nice. Spring weather with a cool breeze, sunshine, warm afternoons and an average of 15 degrees Celsius. But tonight, tonight will be a surprise. I can't imagine anything crazy will happen, and he didn't seem to think it was going to snow or storm or anything, but yeah, be prepared for anything. In community news, there is still no sign of Lizzie Shaw or any of the still-missing members of our community. It's been a while since we had anything to report on the topic and so it's been a while since we've really talked about it, but I thought it was high time for an update. Even if that update is, there is no update. However, here before me I have a list of names of those who are currently missing, and I'd like to read them out loud as a... a reminder. Not that we could ever forget the loss of our own, not that we don't always feel their absence, but... it feels important... to remember. Due to, well unknown complications down at the RCMP station, there is a strange lack of information available regarding these cases, so we've gathered as much information about each situation as we can. Here it goes. April Beckett disappeared from the Golden Sky Care Facility a number of weeks ago after an evening visit with her grandchildren. Cynthia Abernathy... The third grade teacher at Braden Elementary School, who went missing in the middle of the night around the same time as April. Her husband reported her missing first thing in the morning, and she hasn't been seen or heard from since. Lewis Newman, 17-year-old twin brother of local teen Ashley Newman. Lewis part-times as a waiter at Mountain View Diner and has a gift for always being able to predict your order. He worked a late shift that night, texting his mother when he left the diner, but never made it home. Lizzie Shaw, local high schooler who was reported missing by her father a few weeks ago after we shared over the air a voicemail I received from her. David Riker, middle school math teacher, around the beginning of the month, He never showed up to his class, and he never picked his daughter, Emily, up from school. Ethan Crawford disappeared last week. At first, his family thought he may have been trying to skip town again, but he left all of his belongings behind, including his phone, and his mother insists he isn't the sort of kid to go without leaving a note. Please keep the families of those on this list in your hearts, and in your prayers. Also, this list, you probably noticed, does not include those whose disappearances have either been solved or explained to some extent. This this isn't to diminish or ignore the experiences of the victims or their families. Tanner Walling. Elliot Housley, and Brock Taylor, who reportedly was found somewhere in Russia a few days ago and should be home soon. We just wanted to bring attention to those who are still absent without explanation. If you have any information you think might be helpful in the many simultaneously ongoing searches for your fellow townspeople, please do not hesitate to reach out to the authorities, OR TO US, AND WE WILL PASS THE INFORMATION ON. NO QUESTIONS ASKED. All right, listeners, we're going to pivot briefly from our scheduled programming today and go to the phones. Tanner contacted us during the break to say that during his search he has found something of significant interest. Not James, unfortunately, but some things of significant interest are our cup of tea here at the station. Hey, Tanner. Hey, folks. Tell us what you're seeing.
1: Well... I'm not exactly sure how to describe it. Uh, I'm I'm standing at the corner of 8th Street and 10th Avenue. Behind the, uh, the, the library here. And... I'm looking right at, um... Uh... A shimmering void. A void? A shimmering one. Yeah.
0: Can you describe it for us?
1: Well, it's round, and... Well, I'm, I'm really just guessing here, but... About two meters in diameter? The colors around the outside are a swirling mix of emerald and deep amethyst. And the middle… it's something, but… it's not a color. I don't know how else to describe it, just… shimmering. Like water in the sun, but… but it isn't bright, it's… it's dark.
0: Hmm. Tanner, what's that sound?
1: It's coming from, it.
0: Almost like, music.
1: It gives off um, a weirdly welcoming feeling. Familial, like there's something waiting on the other side. Seen one.
0: Well, last time we had an actual report of one of these was the day Elliot Housley went missing. I cannot recommend getting too close. We don't know what could happen.
1: Oh, wait, wait, there's...
0: Huh. There's...
1: Something. On the other side. What is it? Shadows of movement like seeing movement behind sheer curtains in a window
0: can you make anything specific out?
1: Not really, and admittedly I'm hesitant to get too close oh there um it's it's getting clearer it's whoa.
0: Can you tell us what you're seeing?
1: A forest of tall, jagged pines. Dark. So. so deep and dark, there's. there's almost no color. The sky's washed out with gray clouds. There's, um. I think that's a house in the distance, uh, a cabin or something. I—I I think it might be moving. There's there's a wind, brushing through the trees. It's—I don't know. It's it, it's all pretty far away, and and it's hard to see because it's all blurred by the void, and and the light is fading. The sun is starting to set. I am not sure what this is, but I have seen one before.
0: Wow. Do you feel safe, Tanner?
1: I don't feel not safe, but But something doesn't feel right. Jess, I'd encourage people to avoid this area for the time being. And... uh, Yeah, um... I'm going to make a call. And take care of this.
0: Are you sure?
1: Uh, yeah. For sure. I got it. Uh, I'll let you all know when it's sorted.
0: Oh, take some pictures, if you can, for journalism purposes.
1: (laughs) Sure. Oh, and, um, keep me updated on finding James?
0: Will do. Best of luck, and be careful. (laughs)
1: Thanks. Right back at ya.
0: Alright, folks, so be advised. Steer clear of 8th and 10th for the time being. Just to be safe. In more community news, Augustus Kane, head of the local H.A. branch or Homeowners Association, said their group met Sunday afternoon to discuss the imminent springtime and any possible new home and garden guidelines that come with the change in seasons. They submitted these adjustments to us so we can pass them on to you, as the flyers they printed mysteriously vanished into thin air quite unexpectedly, along with the group's secretary, Elijah de Silva. The only change is that, this year, they ask anyone planning to plant herbs and similar things to abstain from planting lavender. At least for this year. If you already have lavender in your garden, that's fine, Augustus clarified, but suggests that those that do keep a close eye on it. And he further asks that everyone keeps an eye out for Elijah. We hope he turns up soon along with your flyers and we will unofficially add him to the list we read out earlier and now a quick word from today's sponsor <laughs>
1: I'm gonna
0: Listeners, I have some very bad, awful, heartbreaking news. During the break, Clark called, and he was very quiet, and in my heart I knew, James is gone. She was found lying on the side of the road 2 blocks from the studio. Like like she was on her way home. Clark said He said it looked like she had been hit in the road and managed to pull herself to the shoulder before before she cold scared and in pain and alone it's not a fate i'd wish on anyone james wherever you are if if you can hear me i'm sorry Our time together was cut short. I'm sorry. Your last moments were so... So... But I hope you had enough good memories to say goodbye to. I know you're not in pain anymore. You... You were the best kind of friend. The kind you didn't expect to make. And... <sighs> oh, I'm okay. I'm, I'm good. Thanks, Martha. <laughs> Martha just brought me some water in that world's best grandpa mug Jordan got me what feels like a lifetime ago. Also brought a note saying that Tanner is waiting over the phone. Well, let's go to the phones and hopefully he's got some good news for us about the void situation. Hey, Tanner. You're on air.
1: Hey, Jess. I'm, uh, I'm really sorry to hear about James.
0: Yeah? (sniffs) Uh, What's the news on the Void front?
1: Right. Yeah, um... I'm just calling in to let everyone know that the situation is under control. And... Everything is fine over here. Truly... Fine. (laughs) Well... Except for, um... You know... Man, even with doing Not the on, huh? I kinda regret getting a cell phone.
0: <laughs> Glad to hear everything sorted.
1: <laughs> yeah, me too.
0: Is that. Is that sound the void? It sounds louder.
1: No, it's, uh. Sophia is here. Uh, along with, um. some. Mysterious members of a secret society. It's a song for James. I'm going to go join Clark, and we'll get everything sorted with James. Bring her back to the studio, or... Well, wherever you want to bury her.
0: Her favorite spot when we'd go on walks was was one of the fields to the west, just at the edge of Farmer Crawford's property. There's that old, weather-worn shed that's probably as old as the town, and that tree that's definitely been struck by lightning more than once. It's a good place to watch the sunset.
1: That sounds... That sounds nice. We'll meet you two there, and, uh, well, uh, anyone else who wants to join us. I already texted Jordan.
0: Yes, listeners, please feel free to join us in remembering James. She was a beloved member of our station family and community, and... Yeah. We hope to see you there. Like we said earlier, tonight's weather is... unpredictable, so bring coats and blankets, and let's hope for a stormless, cloudless night. Always do. I think that's all we have the time and the heart for today. Thanks for being there, especially through the stormy nights. Good night, listeners. Good night, James. Thanks for tuning in.